Minasan konnichiwa. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Anime Tea, the anime podcast that rants and raves over the best, worst, and everything in between in anime and animation. Hosted by your otaku friend, Phoenix. So grab your tea and let's get into the show. goes out to all the Virgos, including me, because it's officially Virgo season, and I'm going to be talking about some anime characters you may have never known were Virgos. So let's get into it. So some of you may not know what a Virgo is. Basically, there's 12 zodiac signs in the year, and Virgo is one of them, um, and the zodiac signs are different from the zodiac animals, like in Fruits Basket, those are related to the year you were born, um, but zodiac signs are like kind of monthly basis. So Virgo is born between August 23rd and September 22nd. Um, and some of the characteristics they have are uh, loyal, hardworking, shy, overcritical of themselves. Um, and there's a, there's a lot more. I'm going to dive into them a little bit more as I talk about the characters. So basically I'm just going to name a few characters that were born in the time frame um, between August 23rd and September 22nd, but also have some of the like Virgo traits. So usually I don't think a lot of um creator anime creators use sign like zodiac signs in anime, but um there tends to be some like some characters that align with the signs that they're born around. Um so it's a possibility. It might it may or may not be. Usually it's based off of like um the day or like their blood type that usually determines their their personality so yeah but there's some that are like purposely aligned with it and some that are just like ended up kind of having the same traits as their sign so that's what i want to talk about today so first up is sailor mercury herself um aka amy mizuno from sailor moon so her birthday is september 10th um and she i think she's the character that's most aligned with the virgo sign um especially because it's mentioned in the anime and the manga that she like says herself that she's a virgo and like when she's born and all that um and the things she likes to do so personally i love amy or is it amy or ami i'm gonna call her sailor mercury (laughs) but i think it's ami sorry ami um because like we both love reading we're both super shy we both just want to like not interact with other people and just go read our books in our quiet corners so yeah um but besides that she's a super analytical thinker which is popular among virgos and she often gets um the girls out of like perilous situations using her smarts and quick thinking um she also really doesn't like confrontation and you can see that when like um Usagi and Rei are fighting most of the time she's like please stop fighting like ah um so again me like I feel like I align with her the most we're both the most Virgos um that we can be (laughs) so yeah moving on um next is Shotaro Ken Kaneda so Kaneda from Akira so the cocky rebellious protagonist of the most popular film in anime history just so happens to be born on september 4th making him a virgo um he 
is personality so it's been a while since i saw akira so i had to go back and watch like a clip some clips uh with him with him so i could see his personality again and i feel like i mean he's kind of like a jokester but also like super serious at the same time i feel like the main trait that he aligns with is loyalty um because he's often like like throughout the film he's protecting his friends and his and his biker king he's trying to protect akira um and even when he's fighting akira at the end like you know he's really he's still trying to look out for akira's best interests so i feel like his fierce loyalty is like really what drives his character and um I think that's super cool. I like that. I like, and I like characters who are like that. And I feel like a lot of anime protagonists, especially the male protagonists, are like that. Um, they're like super loyal and like, like are really set on helping and protecting their friends. Um, and I think that's something that Virgos are aligned with as well. Next up is the big sister of Class One B, Itsuka Kendo, or Kendo from My Hero Academia. She's her birthday is on September 9th. There's a lot of September birthdays, actually. Um, and she's actually one of my favorite side characters from My Hero Academia. So, I mean, once I found out she's, like, born in Virgo season, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Um, I love that she's, like, she's pretty humble and, like, doesn't brag about her abilities, even though she's, like, a formidable fighter. Um, everyone in Class 1B looks up to her, basically, except for Monoma. But she still puts them in his place, so, I mean like respect for her <laughs> she's smart and tactical in battle um and she can easily make use of her classmates quirks when in joint training exercises um which anime watchers will see more of in the future because in the manga they have there's other joint training exercises where she uses uh her classmates quirks to like dominate in that particular scene i won't i won't do any spoilers um but yeah, I just love her, and I love that she is also a Virgo, and I can't wait to see more of her. I hope they give her more screen time, and that she continues to keep Monoma in his place. Let's move on to the last two characters on my list. Um, my favorite anime couple, and my favorite Naruto characters, and I'm talking about Tamari and Shikamaru. Um, of course. So Tamari was born on August 23rd, which was like a few days ago. So happy late birthday. And Shikamaru's birthday is on September 22nd. So like the very last day of the Virgo cycle. So just let you guys know in advance, I haven't finished Naruto Shippuden. Like I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't. <laughs> um, cause I really want to watch and see how it all plays out. I already kind of know spoilers, but I mean, Hey, I don't really care. I want to like see the whole story except for those except for the fillers I'm gonna skip those like I don't care what you guys say I'm gonna skip it anyway um so I read up and like watched some clips from Shippuden about them so I could kind of like understand their personality throughout the series a little bit better um and yeah it was just cool finding out that they were both Virgos or like in the Virgo cycle and that um and of course they're both my favorite characters and they're the best couple of naruto 
Um, you guys may give me slack for that, but I think so. I don't know. I don't take my word too seriously. I haven't been to Shippuden. Anyway, so when I was younger and I watched Naruto, I originally did not like Tamari. Like, I hated her. Um, and it's nothing... It wasn't really even against, like, her character. It was just because, like... From the beginning, I knew that they were trying to ship her with Chikamaru, and I was so jealous, guys. Oh my god. Um, I talked about on a previous episode, like probably one of my first few episodes, uh, I talked about how, like, how much I loved Chikamaru as a kid. So when I, like, when I saw Tamari trying to get with it, or like saw that the creators of Naruto were trying to put Tamari and Chikamaru together, I was so pissed off. Anyway, but as I watched the series and, like, you know, got over it. <laughs> um, I couldn't deny like what a badass she was, and then I literally went from hating her to wanting to be her because I loved that she had this giant fan that she was fighting with. I loved that she was she gave sass to the boys and that she did not care and she would whip everybody's butt and like just be a badass, awesome person. Um, and when they like you know got together like i knew they would uh, um i was like oh they're actually a pretty cute couple and chikudai and um boruto i've only i watched a f like a few episodes of boruto and chikudai's adorable so i'm okay with it <laughs> anyway let's talk about tamari first so tamari like i said her birthday is august 23rd um and she's portrayed as like a blunt like straight up kind of person like she just says what's on her mind and doesn't really care if that if it comes out wrong and i respect that so yeah but she does have a softer side mainly towards shikamaru of course but also to um her brother sometimes um but i was reading up and it was like she mainly she respects like gara but she also like really feared him so it was like that dynamic was really interesting but yeah so there's that and also i think the regular trait she seems to align with the most is that like just like a hard working like attitude like she just is really good at what she does she's a really good fighter she's always saving somebody um she saves shikamaru sometimes and like says what's on her mind and just is like a very open person um but i do like that she gets like she does have shy awkward moments um mm -hmm. especially around chikamaru like when they're older and ship it in um so i found that super cute like she's both badass but also like still gets awkward mm -hmm. and shy and cute like in romantic situations so yeah and Moving on to Shikamaru, my favorite character of Naruto of all time. <sighs> anyway, so I, yeah, like I said on another episode, I literally talked about my thirst rim when I was a teenager. Like, Shikamaru was everything. Um, and he's known to be, like, you know, the strategic, lazy kind of person. Like, he doesn't really, like, at the beginning of Naruto, he doesn't really want to do much or apply himself. Um, but he's really smart and. I mean he knows that but he doesn't use it because he doesn't want to but of course as time goes on he like kind of grows out of that and tries to use it to help people and like try to create a place where his children in the future could decide to be lazy and not do anything if they so like if they wanted to so I found that beautiful <laughs> anyway 
Um, so he's also diligent and humble, um, and he was the first to become tuning. I mean, tuning. So, and he didn't even like rub it in anyone's face. He was just like, like it just happened. He was the first one to do it, um, and he doesn't brag about it. So that's such a Virgo thing, like just being humble and like not talking about their shit. Um, but also, he kind of you know he also has that personality that he doesn't really he doesn't really care that much. Um, but yeah, but he does take failures and things really seriously, like on the Sasuke recovery mission when like they couldn't, things were did not go the way they wanted, and his team members got hurt and like um, he was crying. Oh, that hurt my soul so much. Um, yeah, and he's also really loyal to his friends, especially Choji and eventually Naruto. Um, and he just like is really good at working with other people. And he doesn't like to express his emotions very much, but he hides, like, the way he feels behind, like, his popular saying, like, everything's troublesome, mendoxai, things like that. Um, and he also likes to avoid verbal confrontation, like, specifically. So I feel that. I hate verbal confrontation. I hate arguing. Like, I just, I literally give in so that I don't have to, like, feel like I have to make someone see my point of view um so i feel you tomorrow bay anyway that's it for that i have a few runners up but they don't really have virgo traits i just thought they were kind of funny or interesting so first up is uh dopo kunikata from bunko stray dogs if you guys watch bunko stray dogs and you don't know the names he's the guy with the ponytail he's like he's blonde and he always is writing um and he's that's his like power that he writes in his like poems and stuff and he's not my favorite bungle stray dogs character um but we share the same birthday which is august 30th so yeah and he's super analytical and likes rules and stuff because you know he's a glasses character so always gotta have those rules <laughs> and another one is zoe han from attack on titan and they're just you know they're awesome i talked about zoe han in another episode too um and I don't know if I share anything with them, but they're just, they're, they're just cool. <laughs> and their birthday is September 6th. Um, another one is Kaori Nakaseko from Sound Euphonium. So she is like the senpai um, who's also a trumpet player. And like her and Rena battle to be in the uh, battle for the solo um, performance during the competition and yeah she was, she was a super sweet character i liked her um and i was like i love reina to death and i really wanted reina to do to like do the solo but i was also rooting for her um kind of in the background i was like oh she's so sweet like and it's her last year but yeah it's okay like she was able to play through her to like get her point across anyway Next up is Jericho from, from Seven Daily Sins. Her birthday's on September 6th. And the most that we really have in common is that we both want to be with Bond. I mean, <laughs> like, I can relate to her on that level. Like, I want to be with Bond too. I understand. <laughs> and I'm sad that he's with somebody else, but it's okay. Next is Kaoru Nagisa from Neon, Ge from Neon Genesis Evangelion. His birthday is September 13th. So Kaoru is literally my favorite character from Evangelion even though he only shows up in one episode I wish he came up, showed up in more but I'm gonna read the manga and I think he shows up a little bit more in the manga so I'm excited about that 
Um, but yeah, he deserved more screen time. Um, he doesn't really have a personality per se. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, we don't get to see a lot of him. We only see him in that one episode, so we don't really get to see the full extent of his personality. But I would say that he's just like, I don't know. I wish, I don't know. If I, if he had more of a personality, then I probably could align him with something further related. But yep, that's all. He only got so much. And lastly, of course, is the goat of Naruto. There's so many Naruto characters with um, born in the Virgo like time frame. Um, but the goat of Naruto is Kakashi Sen uh, yeah, Kakashi, of course, and his birthday is September 15th. So yep. Was there any characters that like surprised you guys that you didn't know were Virgos or that like didn't know maybe their birthdays and now you know? Um, and you can look them up. So I hope you guys learned about that and we're gonna go take a quick break and be right back. Okay, and now we're back for Nani Omitemas or what am I watching? So like I said I announced it on Twitter the other day, but like I saw a photo of from Yu Yu Hakusho of like Yusuke and the gang like dressed down, like looking fly as heck. And Yusuke's outfit in that picture like literally is the main thing that like drove me to go watch the anime i know it's like the weirdest thing it doesn't make any sense because he doesn't wear that outfit in any and like you know the entire probably season i mean the entire run of the show but like just his fashion sense and the way that the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho dressed him made me want to go watch it. So it was just the funniest random thing, randomest thing ever. Um, but I made many, many people happy because a lot of people love Yu Yu Hakusho. Everybody's always talking about it. Um, and of course, it's another one I missed when I was a kid. Um, I think it's a little bit before my time. I think it came out in the early 90s, late 80s, maybe, possibly. Uh, so I definitely missed that because I was born after 95. Um, so, yeah. But I went back and watched, I'm going watching it right now. I'm almost, uh, I think I finished the first season. Hulu, if you guys watch anime on Hulu, it doesn't make any sense the way they set up the seasons. I don't understand. Like, why would a season end right in the middle of an arc? That doesn't make sense, Hulu. <laughs> Like, follow guidelines. What the heck? Anyway, that's my gripe with Hulu. Um, but yeah, I've been watching it in English dub, of course, because I was told to watch it in English dub um, by a friend. And it's really good. The English dub is so good. I can't believe Christopher Sabat did um, um, Kurabara, yeah, Kurabara's voice. Like, I feel like he had to, like, strain his voice every single episode because it's so, like, rough and weird in his voice. doesn't sound like that normally, you know, because he's, like, the voice of Vegeta and All Might and, like, his voice is more... It's, like, deep but not, like, rough, like, Kurabara's voice is, so that's pretty crazy. Shout out to him. Shout out to Justin Cook for Yusuke. It's, like, the perfect match. Like, I don't... I. Like, I understand why people told me to watch it in dub because, like, literally, I can't even, I don't even know if I want to watch it in sub or, like, watch an episode in sub because Yusuke's voice is so perfect in the dub. Um, yeah. It's a great show so far. Smile Bomb, the, the opening for Yu Hakusho is the best anime opening ever, or one of them. That's, I definitely will add it to my list of best anime openings. Um, that is solely getting, it's getting really big, actually. Um, and it's like a mix between like really old anime, like from Yu Yu Hakusho area, and then newer anime coming out that 
they're just creating bomb ass intros to anime i love it so much um something else i love is how yusuke like his character is so problematic but at the same time lovable and it's like why like why does he have to go and like touch girl boobs and lift up their skirts and shit and i was like okay yusuke calm down like this is too much <laughs> um but at the same time he's like i just love that he always wants to fight like he's like i don't care what you are i'm gonna fight you like <laughs> come at me bro um like literally on 10 every episode and i love that um and i'm at the part now where they're at the oh crap what's it called the demon tournament arc i think and like it just started but it's but it's funny because he's knocked out at the beginning of it and like while he's knocked out he says like random crap about the like about fighting or about like Kurabara or something random and it's that takes me out it's hilarious um yeah and I just like it so far it's really funny and I'm excited to see where it goes I'm trying to I thought that the seasons were right on Hulu so I was going to like watch season one and then take a break and try to finish hunter hunter but the seasons are weird on hulu so i'm gonna wait until after this arc finishes and then try to go watch hunter hunter and then come back to it so that i'm like doing both and i know they're created by the same person so like i see the similarities like yusuke's outfit's all green going where's green like i see it um and yeah i just love it so far and i can't wait to talk about it more and watch some more of it if you watch Yu Yu Show, who is your favorite character so far? Mine is definitely, um, I like Hiei a little bit. I, would, I haven't seen a lot of his personality yet, but he's pretty funny. Um, he's also a shorty like me, so I can relate. Um, and of course I like Yusuke, duh. And Botan's pretty cool. She's, she's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Also, I want to say I talked about Dr. Stone, the dub for Dr. Stone last week because I watched a mini clip from Funimation, um, but they put out another clip because I think the episode just aired on Tsunami like this past Saturday. Yeah, it was the 24th. So yeah, it just aired on Tsunami this past Saturday. So it was a clip where Taiju and Senku were talking more and I was totally wrong. Um, Taiju's voice actor is not the same guy as the voice actor for Bakugo. Um, sorry about getting that wrong. But um, when I listened to the dub clip again, I actually thought that they did a really good job. The voice for Taiju is actually pretty good. I think it was just because the original clip I saw, it was so short that I just got like a basic impression of it. Like the, the, they didn't do much talking in the previous clip, but in this one they talked more, so I feel like I got like a better impression of um, their, like the voice acting. And I think they did a pretty good job casting it, um, so far at least with the with Senku and Taiju. Um, the guy does actually capture, like, Taiju's, like, energetic side and, like, is able to talk, like, really, like, upbeat and loud like he does. So, I like that. Um, I might watch an episode or two in that just for fun. Um, as for Fire Force, um, it's also been running on Tsunami for a while and the dub's been out, like, from the beginning because Funimation Simul dubbed it. Um, and the guy's voice, I swear I thought that it was Todd Habercorn, like, swear to God, I thought it was him. And Todd Habercorn is, like, the voice of Natsu from Fairy Tale and Death the Kid from Soul Eater. So I was like, what the heck? Um, it was just weird to me. But it's not, it's another person, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, but still, I don't know why I don't really like Shinra's, Shinra's voice in the dub for some reason. Um, it sounds weird to me. It sounds really nasally. 
but I mean, maybe in the sub, I tried to like, like listen in the sub, but it didn't really sound nasally to me, so I don't know. I know they're trying like new stuff. Um, but Shinra himself is adorable. I love him. I loved in this last, is very like the recent episode, his hat and like his little like cover thing. It, it was so cute. Like he turned his hat and he was looking all badass and cute, and I love it. Um, he's adorable. So yeah, that's it for that. Uh, let's move on to anime updates. So I literally only have two things to talk about this week. Um, so, Cabinet of the Iron Fortress, Battle of, Lu- of Ueno is set to premiere on Netflix um, on September 13th in the US and the UK. Uh, I posted it on my Instagram. I'm surprised not a lot of people have posted about it. I think it's because it was um, it originally released back in May in theaters in Japan, and it also released on Netflix and Amazon Prime in Japan. So, I mean, I mean, maybe people have. Uh, VPNs and stuff so they could watch it over there but I do not so I've been waiting for it this whole time so I was super pumped when I saw it come up on my newsfeed I was like oh my gosh it's here so basically Cabinet of the Iron Fortress Battle of Ueno served is serving as the sequel to um, Cabinet of the Iron Fortress which you can find on Amazon Prime um, but it's a movie so this is a movie version of it basically or this is a movie so I heard it was pretty good, that it was a good, like, sequel, um, and I can't wait to see it, finally, I wanna see Mume back in action, kicking butt, looking cute as heck, um, and so I can just, you know, stand forever, and, yeah, so if you're, like, not sure that, to be, if you're not sure that it's coming to Netflix, because no one else is posting about it, um, if you look on, if you look it up, like, online, you'll, it'll take you to the Netflix link, and you'll see that it says September 13th, also, NX on Netflix posted it on their Instagram, and Anime News Network posted about it, so, yeah, get excited, if you watch Captain America Fire and Fortress, be excited, because, like, we get to watch the movie, it is weird that it's only on, coming on Netflix, and not on Amazon Prime, because the first season is on Amazon Prime, but, I mean, whatever, I just want to watch it, really, I don't really care, um, and lastly, um, before the next episode of this, of Anime Tea comes out, um, Carol and Tuesday will have premiered, um, and it will be my birthday, (laughs) so my birthday is gonna be August 30th, I'm so excited, I'll probably post something on the thing, I don't know, I don't really know what I'm gonna do, but, I'm just excited that Carol and Tuesday is gonna premiere on my birthday, I'm literally probably just gonna come home and watch Carol on Tuesday all night and then go do birthday stuff on Saturday so yeah super excited about that go watch it when it comes on Netflix give it lots of love just like we give Cannon Busters but um of course this is a series created by a Japanese person not American or not black you know but it does have a black female lead so that's still super important um and it has the vo- the vocals for the female lead, for the lead, who is Carol. Um, she's, like, her singing voice is done by Nye Briggs, who is, an, who is a like, Jamaican-American artist, uh, who has really, really good songs. Like, you should look her up. It's N-A-I period B-R-X-X-X. Um, she's, she has a really good song, she's a beautiful voice, and I love listening to the Carol and Tuesday, like, 
songs that I have on the playlist that you guys can check out as well. So that'll happen. Also, um, you guys know I love Steven Universe like a ton. Um, and the movie's gonna premiere on September 2nd, so that's next Monday, so we're like right when the episode when my next episode will air. So I may do a really short episode just talking about Steven Universe like in the middle of the week because I love Steven Universe and this movie looks so good. The song sounds so good by Estelle. I'm so pumped. I can't wait. Um, that's it. <laughs> and that's it for anime updates. Lastly, I just want to remind you guys, of course, like I do every week, I know I'm annoying. Uh, I have a book called Brighter in the Dark. It's on Wattpad. You can find the link on my Instagram. And I'm going to try to find a way to make it more accessible. I feel like, I don't know, Wattpad's probably not that accessible to most people, unless you're like a weirdo like me who likes to go on Wattpad and read stories. Um, so yeah, I'll try to do that. And if you can't wa- read on there for some reason, you can always listen to the first chapter. I recorded it a few weeks ago. If you want to suffer through me talking, <laughs> talking the book out. Anyway, um, that's it for this week. Thanks for you guys for tuning in. I hope that you have a great week. Shout out to my fellow Virgos out there. And yeah, bye.